Morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, July 23rd, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Back on schedule. If it's Tuesday, it can mean only one thing. Dwayne Long is here. Dwayne, how goes it? Oh, come on, Dan. Look, look outside. We got we got through this 95, 100 degree stuff, and it's closer to football season. Oh, my. The weather in Ohio is supposed to be almost fall-like for the next week, which means we'll probably get another bout of Burma-like summer. Let's discuss current events for Ohio State over the past month or so. That can mean only one thing, and that's fantastic recruiting. One of their main targets left in the class of 2020 will announce tomorrow. That is Court Williams, defensive standout from St. John Bosco in California, the number 12 outside linebacker in the country, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite. We were talking a little bit about Court before the show. If you've watched his film, you know this kid comes to football games to hit. He's almost like the big brother that got invited to come play with the little guys and just wrecking dudes. He's an interesting recruit. He spends a lot of the time now in high school with his hand in the dirt, almost like your classic 4-3 defensive end. But at six foot one, 216 pounds with some quickness, he is being recruited to play the bullet position, the new hybrid linebacker safety role that has been added to Ohio State's new defensive scheme, Dwayne. 75% of his crystal ball is rolling towards Columbus, but that includes picks from Bill Curlick, Bill Green, and Steve Wolfong. We all know what that means. Sounds like we're, as of this taping, a little more than 24 hours from adding Court Williams to the mix. Your thoughts? Well, uh, as far as the crystal ball is concerned, the ones that are really uh, going to give a uh, a nod to the high state, you know, when they, when they say high state's going to get this kid, high state's going to get this kid. And it's important to get this kid right here is what we need for the offense. We're, or excuse me, for the defense. In this defense, the defense we're going to be running, it's going to be similar to one we, we, we ran in the past with that linebacker that is just going to step out and play in space. And when you watch the plays where they actually uh, uh, let this kid be a bullet linebacker, what he'll be in our defense. He is he excels. Open field tackler. He he covers space. So you don't want to get out of your base bug eye nation. When they make you change your personnel to fit what they're doing, that's that is advantage offense. When you you run this defense <clears throat> and you've got the personnel to run it properly, it really does change the offense's attack. They, the the advantages of, of uh, uh, having all having your base defense, your four three base on the field with all three linebackers, it's immense. Don't forget the importance of that. And this is the one guy I don't care where he's at in the rankings; he's number one on our board for this position. So uh, this would be a huge get for us. I love what the kid does in space. I tell you what, you will start talking about him like Daryl Lee, who did play this position when he was at Ohio State and, and ended up a first-round draft pick because he was so good at it. And this is what this kid will remind you of. About the same size as Lee coming out of high school. I This is really an important get for the Buckeyes. 
like we said, go check out his film. Uh, you will be impressed. He will commit tomorrow. We'll be here with bells on. Okay, last week we did a complete breakdown of the defensive line. If you missed that, look in the story here. I've got a link up to that so you can go check out last week's. We will put all of them on here at some point because we're going position group by position group. Today, we flip it and we'll go to the offensive line. We're going to break down each guy on the offensive line on the roster who has a chance of getting on the field. We are going to address this in numerical order. That means we will start with number 52, Wyatt Davis. You know, Dan, there's an old saying about offensive linemen. If you're not talking about them, they're doing their job. And nobody lived up to that uh, more than Wyatt Davis did when he came into the lineup last year. Wyatt Davis really quietly, uh, good thing for an offensive lineman, had a really solid year, young guy getting in there for the first time. And, uh, and, and he, you have to say he's eyes on the, hold one of the one of the guard spots. He just really does. And, and you know what? Even if uh, uh, he doesn't, he's going to be in the rotation. And having offensive linemen, uh, especially ones that are veteran, that you can stick in the lineup, linemen take a beat him out there. That you could play, rotate three, maybe even four guys in there. <clears throat> you save the wear and tear. You're, uh, you'll see your, your linemen fresher at the end of the season. So uh, Wyatt Davis is an important element, and if he's not a starter, he might as well be. Number 55, Matt Jones. Matt Jones, well, right now we don't know what we have with Matt Jones. We just haven't seen him. I believe he was uh, in the rankings. He was like a top five defensive tackle coming out, and that's where I thought he would he would play. There seems to be some question about his length. Uh, that's something I've never really thought about with inside line. But I, I don't know what's going on there. I know the kid's a big athletic kid, and uh, when you have a kid that athletic who can be a defensive tackle, an outstanding defensive tackle, if uh, that makes him even more effective as an offensive lineman. We're looking at uh, a kid that uh, you know could easily kick over to defensive tackle if, if we. Uh, have depth issues there, and he still could. With Harry Miller coming in here, Jones has is, is, uh, been earmarked as a center. With Harry Miller coming in here, a kid with a lot of high school experience uh, at center, and and the most impressive center I've seen in recent memory. You know, who knows what's going to happen with Jones? He could kick back over the defensive tackle, where he's even more experienced. He's got Harry Miller experience as a defensive tackle. I don't know where this is going to go. What I do know is. We've got a really athletic, uh, uh, big kid, 300-pound kid uh, with a nasty disposition. So um, I, I think he's going to play football for us. I'm just not sure where. Number 58, Josh Allaby. This is one of my favorite guys. I've been talking about Josh Allaby. The first game we saw him play, he was awful when he went in for Munford. Uh, and, and, I mean, that was my first knee-jerk reaction while I went back and watched him. He only had a few bad plays when he first went in there. Since then, Josh Alabi has played a lot of good football for us. In fact, I thought he, he should have been allowed to challenge uh, Isaiah Prince at the end of the year because Prince just, in key situations, people were just running by Prince. He still was not a, a solid tackle despite all the experience. I thought we had more in the lobby. I thought he was a bigger fighter. He would just stay in there and stay on the block. 
uh, and try to make sure that the runner had his uh, room or the quarterback had his time. I like Lobby. I like him wherever we decide to play him. I think he's got the athletic. If he can come in and play left tackle, he can certainly play. You know, when Mumford went down, he went in left tackle. He can surely play right tackle, and there's an open spot over there. If you're looking for a specific reason why Ohio State is better than most of its Big Ten brethren, and by most I mean all, no other team has guys like Wyatt Davis and Joshua Allaby coming off the bench. That just does not exist at other schools. That's that quality depth you get at an elite program like Ohio State. Number 61, Gavin Cup. Well, there's talk about a mystery, man. It, it just I don't know what happened with Cup, why he has just disappeared. You know, you see this with offensive linemen sometimes. They're just not ready to play at this level. Linemen come along later. You know, you're talking about very large bodies uh, trying to mature at a very young age. So it's no surprise that offensive linemen have a washout rate that's higher than anybody except maybe quarterbacks. Uh, Usually they they leave when they've been in a program this long. They come to the realization they're not going to play here. Gavin Cup seems determined. So, you know, maybe there's something more there. Maybe we'll see something eventually out of him. Uh, right now, he's just a big question mark for me. Number 66, a newcomer who I don't expect to play much, Enoch Vomahai. Oh, uh, uh, he's a kid a little bit undersized. That was my only knock on him. He's athletic, uh, really moves well, uh, and, and I love that he plays with such power for a guy that's that's not that massive guy you're expecting. Uh, he's going to be a guard. Uh, doesn't have the reach to be a tackle. Uh, and it's really going to see how he fills out. I think the mission thing, I don't know what's going to happen with that, how that's going to impact his career. He's, he's determined to take a mission, and we'll see what happens with him. But, uh, you know, he was a good get. Uh, you know, as I said, a little undersized, but uh, there's a lot that uh, that's, you know, in the negative category. Everybody's got him. Uh, a lot more positives for, out of him. So uh, we'll see. Uh, let's, let's hope the impact is uh, is not great on, you know, being away from the game as long as the mission will take him away from the game. Number 68, another freshman, Ohioan, Ryan Jacoby. This is as underrated a kid. He is a, a technician already coming out of high school. He's got great feet. I don't know if he's going to play as freshman. He needs to add weight. He's just not a big kid. They list him at 270. I don't know if he's 270. But I'm telling you, Ryan Jacoby is going to play at Ohio State. We're going to be talking about him for years. And uh <clears throat> not going to be surprised if he plays somewhere in the NFL. He's a really good football player, Buckeye Nation. And uh, and we should be real happy to have him. Yep. Just needs time. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get shirted. All right, here we go. This is an interesting one. Number 71, Josh Myers. Uh, Josh Myers, there's never been any question of him in the run game. It's always been about pass protection. He didn't do any in high school. I don't know if I ever saw one play of him being asked to protect a pass or at the high school level, and he struggled when he went into camps and combines after his uh, junior year. So, uh, you know, I think that slowed his, his chances of getting lineup, moved him to center. I probably like him at guard a little better, but if he's got to, if he's got what it uh, what it takes to, uh, you know, 
handle the staff. I just want a guy like him just rolling, go, hit people. That's what he is a monster at. If he can do it at center, why not let him do it at center? He's massive, Dan. And, and you know, this kid's rolling truck truck tires in his spare time. He's just uh, – you, you need to watch his high school film to just see how dominant this kid can be in the run game. You put a couple of guards beside him, give him a couple of deputies, and he will spearhead your attack. And uh, the defenses will be looking at the sideline going, what are we supposed to do about this? Don't stop worrying about the passing game. we got to stop these guys from running right at us. Get us some help. Get us some linebackers tied to the line. Get the safeties up closer because we're getting killed in here. But this guy, as as the lead blocker, he is just outstanding in that role. And and the smart thing about it was that, you know, we were argued all after his junior year going into his senior year and beyond about him playing tackle. He was ranked as a tackle. He's got the feet to play tackle. But I don't see that uh, eye-foot uh, coordination, you know, where he sees what's going on and his feet respond to it, where he's doing that quickly enough to, to be a really good pass protection tackle. He just does not seem to engage quickly enough in pass protection to be effective. He's definitely got the physical ability. Uh, you know, he just doesn't seem to have that connect. But when you put him inside where he doesn't have to adjust and move toward people, all he's got to do is uh, stay tight, uh, you know, work in con- conjunction with his his guards, he can really be effective in pass pro because you're just not going to run through the kid. It's not going to happen. So uh, I have very high hopes for Josh Myers and what he can be for this offensive line in the run game and be be solid in pass protection. Ohio State went on quite a run at center there with Corey Lindsley, Pat Elfline, Billy Price. Mike Jordan flipped to center last year. Really good player, better guard than center. I could see Ohio State's offensive line being much more smooth in the middle with Myers calling the plays out and working in tandem with a new young quarterback in Justin Fields. So very interesting to watch there. Another very interesting addition, transfer Jonah Jackson, number 73. Well, obviously this is a kid I I don't remember watching. We went after him, and so did a lot of other big schools. So obviously this kid's got some talent. Obviously he's got a great deal of experience, something we're going to be lacking in the offensive line this fall. Uh, you know, we need some veterans in there, need a few more guys that have played more football. So uh, this is looking like a good get. I don't know which side he's going to play on, but he looks like a good get. Number 74, Max Ray. Well, I, I I really liked what I saw out of him coming out of high school. I haven't seen anything more out of it. I think he can play right tackle. He definitely could play guard. Um, we'll see right now. It looks like there's a lot of bodies stacking up at, at right uh, tackle to, to try to get in the mix. I'm probably better off trying to get into the uh, uh, get into the mix, get some playing time at guard. Uh, we'll see. I have high hopes for Max Ray. We're going to step away for a quick commercial break. Fix yourself a nice, delicious beverage and join us. And we're back in Chicago at Media Days. Head coach Ryan Day said one offensive lineman has, and I air quote this, a guaranteed starting spot locked up, and that is left tackle number 75, Thayer Munford. You want to talk about a kid that has just really worked his way into being a kid that is definitely going to play 
in the NFL. When that happens, I don't know. Maybe he'll decide to go early, maybe not. I'm not going to be surprised if he's an early entry kid. He's that good. He is such an outstanding technician, and he's a warrior. Munford is just, you going to beat Munford? Pack a lunch. Uh, you got a job in front of you, and, and uh, you know, just the tenacity. He gets after it. We can run behind Munford. Uh, pass protection, he's so solid. This is this is uh, one of the better linemen we've seen come through Ohio State in recent years. And this was a kid, I'm telling you, coming out of his junior year, I said, uh, uh, bring him in. Why even send this kid a letter? He was all over the place. He was a soup sandwich. He's reaching. He's way overweight. He's been at the waist. He's just doing lazy stuff that is hard to to get out of a uh, get out of alignment. Quite frankly, you know, you don't bend at the waist. You bend at the knee. You can't move. Try yourself. Stand up there in your living room. Bend over at the waist and try to move. You can't do it. You bend at the knee, stay in front of people. You, you know, and there's just you have to bend at the knee. And here this kid comes in. I could not believe his senior uh, film. It was a very short film. Why? Because he didn't play his entire senior season over some transfer rule. He didn't play until the playoffs. And I said, "Who is this kid? This is this? No, that's not the same kid that I saw in junior film. But he just worked. He lost weight." Uh, obviously took the coaching, and and look at where he is now. This is what hard work and just absolute determination. This is he's an example for all the kids out there, not just young offensive linemen. For any kid, work hard, be determined, be focused on what you want, and and look what can happen for you. This kid is going to be a millionaire, whether it's after this year or after next year an example of excellent recruiting because it's very easy to go after the clean prospects, but the ones who need some work, the diamonds in the rough, if you can identify those guys and they end up being your left tackle, that is how you win football games consistently. Number 76, he's back after an injured season, Brandon Bowen. You want to talk about a luxury when you could just sit here and you and I could go back and forth for uh, over over uh, scotch over who is going to be where are you going to play uh, an athlete like Brandon Bowen? He was outstanding when he was in there at guard, but do you want to put him at guard when he is a fit at tackle and you just lost your right tackle? I don't know. Uh, it, it could be you just got to just put luxury beside his name if you're jot things down right now. Is you you could just move this guy up and down the line. He's got experience at tackle. He's got experience at guard. So you've got uh, you know a, a, one of the better athletes, maybe the best pure athlete on the on the uh, uh, at least of the veterans, not uh, that have played. There's not a better, more athletic lineman on the roster. Um, a JPF would have something to say about that overall, but. Uh, Bowen is just so athletic, and he's a massive kid. You just uh, you plug him in wherever you need him, and I guarantee you're going to have success at that position. You're not going to have to worry about it. Number 77, it's a name we've brought up already, newcomer Harry Miller. 
Miller is, I, I you know, he's the next great center. I, I still think Josh Myers could be an early NFL draft pick. You know, it's it's uh, the NFL is going to fall in love with the fact that that he can, uh, you know, play guard our center. But Harry Miller is a technician already in high school. I remember watching film of him at a combine, and those drills that the offensive linemen, defensive linemen do, they're so set up for the defensive linemen to be successful. There's no worry about defending the run. All they got to do is pull their ears back and rush the passer. So offensive linemen are at a definite disadvantage in those drills. Harry Miller, he was just stoning guys. We're talking about an inside guy, so he doesn't have a reach advantage. He was stoning guys. He moves so well. His feet are outstanding. You love his mental aspect. That Harry Miller is a, a, a high achieving uh, person off the football field. He is a guy that's going to come in, and you're, you just expect him to work. And we got the physical tools that he has, and the work rate that he has. He's going to be a success. Promise you, Harry Miller will start here multiple years and go on and have uh, and become a millionaire himself in the NFL. If you told me right now Harry Miller ended up being president of the United States, that does not even surprise me. I say that with a straight face. Number 78, is he the most talented offensive lineman at Ohio State, Nicholas petit Ferrer. Yes, he is. He's, you're, you're, well, let's say he's the most, most athletic, the one that if you were building a tackle, that's what, that's what it would look like. He moves so well. Oh, my goodness, he's as athletic as a tight end. Uh, it's just a matter of learning the position, getting bigger and stronger seems, seems to be the real issue with him. Uh, when did you think you were going to see a lineman that, uh, that was having trouble adding weight? When he does that, this kid is going to take off and be a left tackle. He may start out at right tackle here because that's where the spot is. I think he's going to be over there. I think he should get, get uh, refs at both spots because uh, the odds are you're going to see a senior at uh, at both at you know whether it's uh, a Bowen or a Lobby as a starter at right tackle, and you've got Mumford who's an early entry possibility and definitely going to be a senior here you know next fall. You need to groom that guy, so I could see him getting reps at both spots, and uh, I just. You you gotta expect excellence out of this kid if he's got the work rate, and it appears he does. Our last guy, number seventy nine, certainly not our smallest guy. I would make an argument. This is one of the largest human beings I've ever seen, Dewan Jones. Well, you know, you look at his film. Well, the first thing I saw was, the, you know, obviously the weight. Well, what are you kidding me? What are we going to do with this kid? Why are we recruiting this kid? And he came on the scene late, which just reaffirmed my uh, snap judgment that what are we doing here? My first thought was there's another kid, a younger kid, that we really want and we want to get our foot in the door, so we want to get coaches in in the office there, having what they call a bump, which is, uh, you know, a kid you're not supposed to be recruiting. He just happens to be in a coach's office. Uh, when when Ohio State coaches or whatever coach, all schools are doing it uh, when they arrive. 
I, I just, that was my thought. And then I looked at his film and I said, that's a 380-pound kid moving like that? What happens when you get him in shape? He's going to be able to be at a plane weight at like 340. He's a massive kid. Massive kid. I, a father of a, of, a, of a massive kid said, you know, you notice him. He's that big. You get him down the weight, I'd like to see him more at like a 330, even a 320 range. The 340, this kid's going to be able to play. Massive, he moves so well. He's getting on the seventh, second level and make a blocks at 380 pounds. And, I mean, he's executing these blocks. He's not just getting in the way. He's, he's putting people down. Then you see him on the basketball court. <laughs> Dewan Jones is going to go down. I'm just – mark my words right now. is one of the biggest steals uh, in, in many years for Ohio State. But we went in there and pretty much just said, come on over, son. He said, okay. And we got this massive kid. What is he, Dan? Six eight, I think it is. And and Easily. every bit of yeah, legitimate whatever whatever his, whatever his height is, he's that. Whatever they listed that, they didn't have to fudge it. He's that big. So uh, and and I'm saying tackle. I'm not saying guard when I say three forty. And he could he's going to be moving. He's going to move. He's going to be a tackle. Probably a right tackle. He gets down into that three twenty range. He could kick over the left tackle. That's how athletic he is. Big dancing bear. I think he's going to be the steal of the decade. Feels like a good way to end it. You will not get a more complete breakdown of the offensive line anywhere like you just got from Dwayne Long. We appreciate him stopping by next week, the secondary. Have a good one, Buck Nutters.